The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but I like them, so you have to listen to them. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. The way things are going, I'm going to say... Thursday. No, just kidding. Also, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't, but we can if we decide to be doers and not just hearers and not just sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Let's see. 15 days, I'll let you know why and or why not. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process, going through a doctor's appointment where you feel fine, and yet you always have that unspoken reserve thing behind your head going, I sure hope he doesn't find anything in my blood work. Yeah, I know that feeling. I bet you do too. Here in this place right now, it's not a kvetch fest. It's a place for us to encourage one another, to strengthen one another, to bless one another, to lift each other up and help each other draw closer to the Lord as the day of the Lord returns. And that day becomes closer and closer and closer. And it's closer today than it was yesterday. If you have a thought, a comment, an opinion, maybe you have a question. We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to have that opportunity to share with your brothers, your sisters in the Lord. What's the denominational connection? The blood of Jesus Christ. That's the denomination. Get it? Bottom line to this is you can reach out to us by calling us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, it's like getting a fresh box of Captain Crunch peanut butter cereal because at that point you're talking to Captain Chris and then you will be... Guess which one of the Captain Crunches I like the most? <laughs> it's it's kind of like it's a trivia question. <laughs> Oops, all berries. Yeah, uh, no. Let's go with peanut butter. 
Okay, here we go. Bottom line is you can text us 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. If you text us, I have no idea if standard rates apply. I don't know. I don't know what kind of plan you have. How would I know that? Here's what I do know. You can reach out to us during the show. Also, you can email us, david, at hemustincrease.org. That's david, starts with a D, ends with a D, david, at hemustincrease.org. We want you to reach out to us during the show, and I do my best to keep the uh, thing on the the little wheel thing on the most recent uh, emails, you know, although I have been known to mess that up. Yeah, you're not alone. All of us are not where we need to be. Bottom line is we want you to reach out to us. We also want you to check out the website. So we have this encouragement for you. We have a new ambassadors program. It's called the Ambassadors Initiative. It's an opportunity for you to just help us expand the radio ministry. We're not looking to make – I know people are like, oh, you're looking to make more money. No, I'm looking to make minimum wage. But anyway, the point in that process is we want to expand the show to be a blessing to other people and for you and for your prayer requests and your praise reports to be a part of the community of Christ and expand that. That's just fine. This is not your church. It's a fellowship. It's where we gather together, strengthen one another in the afternoon. So we want you to go to the website to check it out. We want you to look at the Ambassador Show. We want you to look at the opportunity to invest in the kingdom because that's an important part of what we do, investing in one another. We do need finances because I have to pay Don the bill. Sorry, got to pay him. It's his station. It's not mine. And so bottom line to that process is when you give, we use that for that. That's the primary purpose of giving. If there's money left over, I try to pay rent. The other thing is that you have an opportunity to share praise or prayer requests or praise reports on the website as well. If you don't want to do it on the air, that's a big place to do it because for a lot of people, they'd rather kind of communicate it that way than doing it through uh, the, the live show. We encourage you to do all of that at our website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. All right, there goes Chris. <laughs> Jumping off. Uh, uh, I don't know if we should play that now. I'm really excited about this commercial. Chris has a commercial that he's done. Captain Chris done a commercial. And uh, I'm game. Let's just we'll, we'll play it like twice in the show today. Let's play it once right now so everybody can get ready for this. This is really cool. Listen up. You have never heard this before. Okay. Hello. Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show. And we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too. The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. Hey, right, we've ruined Chris. Pretty obvious what we've done here. Uh, I'm not taking the full blame. The audience also shares in this responsibility. Excellent commercial. 
by the way. I just want to point that out. Let's get into the text. We're in Matthew chapter 5. This is verse uh, 33, and this is about uh, oaths. Actually, some people title this to tell the truth. Uh, Again, you have heard that it was said to our ancestors, you must not break your oath, but you must keep your oaths to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven, because it's God's throne, or by earth, because it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, because it is the city of the great king. Okay, let's stop right there and catch what Jesus is communicating to the audience that's listening to him during the Sermon on the Mount. Yes, he went up on the mountain. Yes, he was teaching the disciples, but there were other people, and we know that by the end of the Sermon on the Mount, how they responded to what Jesus was saying. That's how you know. And so one of the things that Jesus brings up is this commitment of your word. Now, we have in our society, a man is only as good as his word. So we have that kind of mentality going on. And what Jesus tries to uh, communicate here is, look— First of all, just let your word be true. You don't have to do an overemphasis to sell or commit anybody to anything. Just say what's true, be true, be honest about it, let it go, don't overpromote it. And that's when we go, no, really, no, really, 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 no, I really, 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 really mean it. Okay, when you do that, you have oversold it. Okay, it's just that it's not even that complex. The thing that Jesus brings up is that people were making these oaths. And it was funny because we talked about Jephthah the other day with Samson calling in. And I did do some extra study. And I stand by my answer, by the way, because there was three major theological schools that said exactly what I said, which I thought was fascinating. But the point is there's an emphasis here. Jesus is like, don't make an oath by heaven. Well, Why don't you make an oath by heaven? Heaven's not yours. I swear by heaven. You do? Because you don't own it. So how do you do that? Oh, well, okay, then I don't swear by heaven. I swear by earth. Okay, you don't own earth, so how are you doing that? Okay, can't do that. Okay, and then uh, I swear by Jerusalem. And when they said Jerusalem, remember, that's the passionate city, right? Guess what? That's God's city. That's not your city. You don't even have a right to swear by it. You don't have a right to swear by any of that. Why? Because they're not yours. This is the thing. It's an overemphasis to try and convince people that what you're saying is true. Here's a really good way to approach it. Speak what you know to speak. Speak it the way you can, and people will either accept it or reject it. And that makes you just like Jesus because they either accepted it or rejected it. Jesus didn't go, no, no, really, no, really, 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 no, really, I swear I'm blind mice, no, really. It's like that that doesn't happen. Just speak it. Be true to your word. Be faithful in that. Don't make it more than you need to make it. And you can't swear by God's throne because you don't own it. You don't own heaven. You don't own earth. You don't own Jerusalem. Those are all of God's properties. And for all those people that are earth firsters, I just have to say this because it's in me. uh, Bottom line is God called the earth his footstool. 
So back off, okay? Take a step back and recognize how God sees things. That's the way you want to do it. Let your word be true, but don't try and make it bigger than it is. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from Elko. And Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? What? I am doing great. One, the, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there is. Okay, fire away. Um, First of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all, I am not putting God first and... I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay. Let me pray with you, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening, and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family, and we just pray that your mercy would prevail, and we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Whoa! 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Some people want to know, why do you replay that? Why does that mean that one lady, da 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 You want to know why? Because other people are in the same situation. That's why. And so you want to be compassionate and merciful and kind of like offer that and make sure that's there and available for them. So if you're ever wondering why we do things, believe it or not, there is a – I didn't say there was a brilliance, but there is some form of wisdom to what we do. Here is our first trivia question. Let me sure I can find it because for some reason it's all over the place. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. Ready? First trivia question. Which group of people – were furious with Jesus when he healed a man with a shriveled arm on the Sabbath. Which group of people were furious with Jesus when he healed a man with a shriveled arm on the Sabbath? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. You can text us at 214-210-8483. You can also send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Okie dokie artichokies. We're going to do our DNA, and uh, we will probably do our live read in the next segment. And, or not the, the, the second part of the show. Plus, we'll also play Chris's commercial again. Because I liked it. <laughs> He's got that bass in the commercial. It's like, that's just great stuff. Plus, we have another commercial coming because we are going after it. But in the meantime, we do have somebody who's ready to answer the trivia question. So I'm going to lean over, lean over, lean over. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. This is Paul Bowles. How are you, brother? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Hey, I want to apologize. I haven't been listening lately because, you know, as I had said before, I spend a lot of time in praise and worship. So I've been in praise and worship and not listening to the radio, but I'm back now. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I, you know what? I'll just tell you right now, brother, I'd rather you always be in praise and worship, only in the context that that's the best place to be, without a doubt. Hey, man. I mean, hey, I want no to give question. a quote real quick, something my pastor said on Sunday that I thought was brilliant. Go ahead. And this is straight from his mouth. Jesus never did anything stupid. Say it again. Jesus never did anything stupid. That is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. That is beautiful. He never did anything stupid. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. A lot of people need to line up on that one. Yeah. All right. That's an excellent one. Great word from your pastor. Very happy that you're back listening to the show, but always want you to do praise and worship first. Which group of people were furious with Jesus when he healed a man with a shriveled arm on the Sabbath? I'm going to make a guess at this because I'm not 100% certain, but I believe it was the Pharisees. That is correct, Amanda! Got it. The Pharisees, the religious leaders. You can say religious leaders. I would have went with that because that's good too. But the Pharisees most specifically were the most upset, which is amazing because somebody gets healed and then it's like, who, 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 who? Who had a rain party on your birthday that you have to whine that somebody got healed? What's going on there? That's right. That tells you a That's lot right. about the per- the people that were involved, doesn't it? 
That's right. Amen. Hey, brother, if you don't mind, I got a praise report. Yes, please, by all means. I got a, a friend of mine. I'm 52, and I have a friend that I've known since I was about 10 years old. He was struggling with alcoholism really bad. I had a conversation with him this morning and prayed with him this morning, and he has been alcohol-free for about two to three months now. Praise the Lord. That is awesome yeah. news. Very, very cool. What a great, great and praise report. And icing for the cake, he's been sharing his testimony with everybody that God has delivered him. Amen. See? And that, it's amazing because you've known him for a long time, and yet recently was the time to bring this about, even though you knew for a while, and it's like then the timing was perfect, the timing was the Lord, and then the result is other people hearing about and getting blessed and encouraged in the faith. Excellent. Preach it, brother. That's awesome. Great job. All right, David. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. You have a blessed day. All right. Lord bless, God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you today. I receive it in Jesus' name. Excellent. Bye-bye. Excellent, excellent call. Okay. We'll have to rack that one up at some point and kind of replay on that one. Okay. Uh, I did that. We're going to do our DNA. We'll skip the – no. Uh, no. Let me do the DNA. I have to. Sorry. Because I just know – I know something's coming next week. And uh, not on our show, just in the news. I've been told that there's news coming next week, so I just want everybody to be in their DNA. What's the DNA? Draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, which means if you're spending every time, every day with God, and then there's weird news that comes, you're like less moved. That's the nicest way to say that. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed. Never be. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. Don't do that. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means you are geared towards being sensitive to the Lord and aware of other people and thereby fulfilling love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbors and love yourself. Bing, bing, bing. Done, done, done. Okay. All right, let me get to the text. Did we miss anything? We got everything covered? Okay, like I said, we're going to play Captain Chris's commercial again in the next hour just because it's a good commercial. And then we'll see if I do the live read. I don't know. I'm having fun. Leave me alone. Here we go. Here's the next verse. Uh, this is Matthew chapter 5. Now we're in. Uh, we just did this verse 33, 34, and 35. I want you to get 36 because it's the hardest lesson ever, even though you don't think of it in these terms. Let me do the buildup. Jesus goes, again, you've heard that it was said to our ancestors, you must not break your oath, but you must keep your oaths to the Lord. And by the way, for those that want to know, it's in Leviticus, it's in Numbers, and it's in Deuteronomy. Three times in the Torah it tells you that. And then it says this, but I tell you, don't take an oath at all. Just don't. Just don't even do it. Just, just don't do it. Either by heaven, because it's God's throne, by earth, because it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, because it's the city of the great king. Verse 36, do not swear by your head. Uh-oh. Do not swear by your head, because you cannot make a single hair white or black. I'm not talking about dye. It's not talking about coloring your hair. It's talking about actually changing it. And here's what he says. You cannot make a single hair white or black. Don't let your, but let your yes mean yes, your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. Let's just understand, when Jesus said everything more than this is from the evil one, that's a hyperbole. That doesn't mean that everything you say outside of the words yes and no is a, uh, I'd like a Big Mac. Oh, that's from the evil one. You didn't say yes or no. Okay, see see how legalism gets in there? Guess this. Although Big Mac, I don't know. <laughs> Got to work that through. That's not the point. Here's the part, here's the part that's hard. Ready? 
Do not swear by your head because you cannot make a single hair white or black. What does that mean? Is that some kind of racist statement? Okay, uh, turn the channel and go, go listen somewhere else. Here's what it says. You control nothing. You know what your in charge is? Nothing. <laughs> you don't control. You're. I'm going to make my hair white today. Now I'm going to make my hair black. Now I'm going to make it green. Now I'm going to make it blue. Guess what? You can't do that. You know what you get to do? You know what you get control? Not much. <laughs> so There's some behaviors you get to control. There's some self-control you can institute. But you don't control the circumstances in the universe. So don't be saying that this will happen or this will happen. You, know, you make a commitment to do something, and there's nothing wrong with making that commitment. Let's say you make a commitment to go see somebody, but then your car dies and you have no other way to get there. You cannot fulfill it. You see? Oh, I swear no matter what happens, even I will move heaven and earth, I will be there. Oh, my car didn't start. <laughs> it's like that's the problem. It's over-promising and under-delivering. It's not just a bad business practice. It's a bad living practice. Don't do that. Do your best. Pray that it's blessed. Let Jesus take care of the rest. Make a commitment. Do your best to fulfill it. If it doesn't happen, guess what? You couldn't change your hair white or black or green or blue or yellow anyway. You have a limited amount of universal control. That's what it's talking about. That's what Jesus is focusing in on. That's what he's trying to tell you. Don't swear by heaven. It's not yours. Don't swear by earth. It's not yours. Don't swear by Jerusalem. It's not yours. Don't swear by your head on things that are beyond you. Just do your best to be true to your word and don't make grandiose promises. That's one of the things, and you think about that, you think how simple that is, but let me explain to you why that's important. In ministry, people will and have say, boy, if you give now this $100, the Lord will rain shiny, shiny coins on you. You see, you see, you can't tell people what God is or isn't going to do in those capacities. And besides that, the shiny coins are probably from Mario Kart. So just leave it alone. Don't do stuff like that. Don't make that overpromise. Make it as real as you can make it and recognize it's all surrendered to him. What is your life? It's but a breath. It's but a mist. It's but a vapor. Do your best to do your best. Present it before the Lord. Be true as you can be and recognize that in everything, every single day, you still must be surrendered to the Lord. There is only one who is in charge. So just let your yes be yes, your no be no. Keep it simple. Don't try and make up some kind of, you know, You'll receive this and this will happen. Unless the Lord specifically speaks to you, tells you, and affirms to you to say something along those lines, I'd be very careful about speaking on his behalf, especially in things not scripturally found. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. This is one of the first verses in my Christian faith that I learned. 
which is, you know, it's, you don't think about it. But when I first became a Christian, people would share this verse with me. I didn't know why. I was going to find out why because God was going to set me free from a lot of drug use. But I didn't know then what was going on. I was like, oh, I keep hearing this verse. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. The freedom for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So now in our society, you say the word slavery, and people start going, arr, 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 and then everybody starts freaking out. You know what? We're never going to change what the gospel is, and the gospel is the reality, the truth. We're not going to alter it for culture. We're not going to say it differently so people aren't offended. If you're offended, turn the radio off. Okay? That's your answer. You've got fingers. Use them. Here's our, you've got the ability to turn it on. You've got the ability to turn it off. Here's the bottom line. Every one of us, every one of us, before Jesus Christ was in bondage to sin. Every one of us. Now that we are in Jesus Christ, we are free from the penalty of that sin, and the Lord is working in us the process to overcome that sin practically. We've talked about it multiple times. You understand salvation from a little bit of a, you know, smart, not smart, um, multiple scripture point of view. Scriptures talk about salvation being past tense. Scripture talks about salvation being present tense. And scripture talks about salvation being future tense. But the only way that could happen is if, watch this, salvation is past tense, present tense, and future tense. <laughs> See, it's the only way it can happen is because that's what it says. And so in that, we need to understand that from the past point of view, we are free from the penalty of sin. Yay! Currently, we're going through what is called sanctification, where we're being delivered. We're delivered from the power of sin, and we're learning in our own lives. We don't have to live for sin. And then eventually, when we're with the Lord forever and ever, we will be free from the presence of sin, and there won't be any evil, any bad, any yucky. Okay? Cool. In the meantime, while the justification, while the penalty for sin is done, while the freedom is there, the sanctification process is the one where he makes you look like Jesus now that he's pronounced you to be like Jesus, and that's the one you got to fight through. That's the one that you have to go, you know what, I'm free. I just don't have to do that. I don't have to. That, therefore, becomes a responsibility because the scripture says, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery, which means that you can. But if you do, it'll be your choice. The David Spoon Experience.